Well, you know, for me, the action is the juice. Vikings! Nobody misses the extra point. So they had to do one little kick and now I'm ruined? No bitch to me. Bet with your head. No over it. What's happening, guys? Welcome to The Juice, the serious gambling podcast for the not-so-serious gambler. My name is Randy, a.k.a. Memphis, and I am your host here at The Juice. Coming off of another brutal week. Got off to a slow start, got onto a hot start, back in a funk. I'm going to look that, turn that around tonight on this show. Uh, Really excited for the props this week. Uh, Might be the strongest props that I've had to date. Hoping to get back into some winning with my pick'em contest. That's been, that's been a little bit rough the, the last couple, but I just want to take a minute to thank you guys. The support for my other show, the Dynasty Warzone, which streams or airs on Player Profiler's YouTube channel on Thursdays has been great. And I've, I've really appreciated the feedback, as has my co-host Jerry. Um, Dynasty is where I started. Um, I gamble for to compete, I guess. I don't know. Um, I enjoy it. I just got back from Vegas. I'll tell you a fun poker story here in a minute. But I just wanted to say thanks for always listening to and supporting the Dynasty Warzone. Love love doing the show. Love Dynasty. And we just had a great episode on predicting 2024 uh, Dynasty's big breakouts for 2024. So go back and check out that other episode. And uh, make sure to check out the Goat District and the Deep End. Now, these are... Sister Projects, you can find those primarily on the Player Profiler YouTube channel. They have their own podcast channels, their own podcast feeds. Uh, But the Goat District, uh, that was the very first podcast that I was an official co-host of back in the day with uh, JD and a guy named Nate. Now it's JD and Dan, sometimes Theo Griminger. Um, And then the Deep End. Uh, some other great fantasy guys. So make sure you're checking those things out. I will get into a Vegas story right after a quick word from our friend, the Podfather. Hey, so many ask me what's wrong with sports books. Why so many of them fail? The answer is simple. They don't innovate. They're just casino sports books on a phone. That's all they've been. There are a few that are doing a good job. We partner with them. Most of them, not so much. Until Bet Openly came along. Bet Openly said, hey, we're going to innovate. We're going to do something groundbreaking. We're going to have peer-to-peer betting in all states, and you pay 1%. When you win, you pay just 1% on your winnings. You heard that right. It's 1%. With code Underworld, you qualify for just that 1% transaction fee on Bet Openly. It gives you ultimate flexibility to set your own lines and browse lines that others have set. Think about it. That's what betting should be, and now that is the reality. BetOpenly.com. The code is Underworld. Check it out. Yeah, that's how gambling used to be. Now you have to be licensed to take all this action. But with BetOpenly, you can just bet your buddy. You can bet whoever because the money's controlled by BetOpenly. So, so check that out. Great sponsor of this podcast and all of the stuff we do here at the player profiler family of shows. Um, so Vegas story real quick. So this past week was fall break. My son was out of school. We took my son. We took his friend, Jake. 
we went to Las Vegas and we spent a couple of days in Las Vegas and ended up going and spending a couple of days in Zion National Park. And, and I highly recommend both. And inevitably, when you get back from, from a place like Las Vegas or probably any casino, the first thing they the first thing that, that you get asked, not hey, did you have a good time? Hey, not did 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 you see a good show? Did you go to a great restaurant? Inevitably, the first question you're asked by everybody is, how'd you do at the tables or how'd you do gambling? And I lost 60 bucks, um, but, but kind of. Um, for those of you that play cards, you'll understand this, this frustration that I had. But it's, it's, it's poker. It's just like, you know, you take the good and you take the bad with, with sports gambling. You take the good and bad with poker. So I sit down at a poker table. I stop by the new resorts world uh, right there on the strip. Beautiful new property, ginormous new property, good poker room. First of all, I don't remember the guy's name. I think it was Jason, but the guy who ran the poker room. I walk in, didn't think to put my name on the board uh, before I, I went and walked the mile to the Resorts World International. But I walk in and they've got a list for one, three, no limit hold'em. It's like nine deep. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to give this about 30 minutes. And then I, I'm starting to look at like properties across the street. I'm looking at the Sahara. I'm looking at um, oh my, the Wynn. So th those are a couple of properties somewhat close in proximity to Resorts World. I'm like, hey, if I can get on a list and then start walking, at least I can get some steps in and, and, and be moving. But I was like, I'll, I'll give this 15, 30 minutes. Well, I'm sitting there maybe 10 minutes. And he calls a guy's name. And I don't remember the guy's name, but but the casino poker room managers like let's we'll say it's bob bob your table's ready bob and he, and he waits like three or four calls and he looks at me because i'm the only one there waiting because everybody else is just on a list he literally looks at me and he goes you look like a bob come on and i was like okay and, and i slid right in and, and i got right to a table so sat down played several hands um got up 300 bucks i, I was doing well and I pick up a pair of tens. If you know anything about poker, tens is not a bad starting hand. Um, so it's bet, and then it's it's raise, and then it, it goes around, and six of us take a flop at fifteen dollars uh, to go. So that's about sixty-five bucks in the pot, give or take. And the flop comes ten six two with two hearts, and I'm like, I got the top set. So I'm in middle, like toward the middle position, and the guy in the small blind leads out for $60. The guy in between him raises to $120. Well, I take and I put both of those two guys effectively all in. I, I raise it to, to $300. So it's fold, fold, fold behind. The small blind calls. The gentleman in between me and the small blind folds. And we end up getting all of the chips in. He had 360 total dollars when we started the hand. So I went from 300 up to 60, 60 of my own money in this pot. So I turn over my three tens. This gentleman has the eight, nine of hearts. No, yes, he has the eight, nine of hearts. He has a four flush, four to a flush. If you know anything about poker, he has a four flush and a gut shot straight draw. Queen, queen comes on the turn. I'm like, this is beautiful. I go from, if you know anything about poker, math, and odds, I go from around a 45% to, I, I'm up 55% to his 45. After the flop, the turn comes, queen. 
that's awesome. That cuts him down to in the neighborhood of of about a 24% chance to win. Sure enough, on the on the river, he spikes a seven right in the guts. It's a gut shot straight on me, but you know, that's kind of how he's supposed to play the hand. Um, he knew he was on the draw, even if I had a pair, if I had a single 10, uh, I had him beat. But so that was my one thing, and I was I had I had, had enough. I lost 60 bucks. I went back to the hotel I was staying in and, and went on about my vacation. But there you go. This is a gambling podcast. I got back from the gambling center of the world. Uh, didn't share this story last week. So there you go. There, There's a gambling story. But speaking of Las Vegas, that is the home to the Circa Survivor Pool. Um, I just I love recapping this because it's called Survivor for a reason. Um, I actually recommend, like, if you follow Circa Sports on Twitter, if you're a social media person, they do a really nice job. They post their Mega Millions board. That's their pick them against the spread. They post Survivor results. I try to recap those for you. Obviously, my personal entry, which was over at DraftKings, that entry was dead. It died with the Philadelphia Eagles when they lost to the goddamn Jets. You know what? As a matter of fact, the goddamn Jets. I have that on the soundboard for that reason, the goddamn Jets. But it was actually the Philadelphia Eagles that played poorly and, and cost me my entry. It wouldn't have mattered. Buffalo would have gotten me last week. Uh, it's been rough. Um, but I always like to share how many entrants, what the total prize pool, total prize pool, 9,000, excuse me, $9,267,000. They are down to 1,237 entries. And that means every entry is currently worth per their Twitter handle at Circus Sports is worth 7,500 bucks. I'm rounding up a little bit. It's actually 7,491, but 7,500 bucks and then they shared a tweet from Survivor Sweat. And I guess Survivor Sweat is a, is a retail shop. Maybe it's like a matchmaker where they take gamblers that have a live circuit entry. And then they sell it almost like Facebook Marketplace. And again, the Twitter handle was at Survivor Sweat. And this entry sold for $13,000. So obviously you you want to get your share of the big money the 9.3 we'll round up again 9.3 million dollars. But but if you're a casual and now now this is not a casual contest it's a $1000 entry but if you can make it think about this we're we're going into week 8. We're through week 7. We're barely past like what 40% of the season and you could literally cash this out for this particular gambler sold theirs for 13 times profit they wagered a thousand sold it for thirteen thousand it's a nice tidy twelve thousand dollar profit that's why i love survivor but i love the strategy of it uh, that's why i like poker i just mentioned my my poker story um but like i said philadelphia got me two weeks ago um buffalo would have gotten me last week but you know I, i'm never going to not play this drop when i'm thinking of the jets the goddamn jets and Buffalo would have got me last week. They got backdoored by New England. Uh, Buffalo looked great last night. So if you use Buffalo against Tampa Bay, that would have been fantastic. Uh, but let's get into some of the ones that if you still have a live entry, I'll give you some of the ones that have, uh, have, have crossed my mind this week. First one that comes to mind, Baltimore at Arizona. This is the top of the charts for me this week. And this would have been my pick for my now dead 
entry into my survivor pool, Baltimore seems to be trending up. And, and for me, that's especially on the offensive side. Uh, if you if you go back and listen to the Dynasty War Zone on Thursday here on the Player Profiler YouTube and podcast channel, you, you'll hear that I'm very bullish on Lamar and I'm very bullish on this offense in general. And it was going to be a little bit tenuous if Kyler was to return from IR, but Kyler is still on the, the pup list, the IR list. He has not been designated to return. He's listed as doubtful. We're not going to see IR. We're not going to see uh, Kyler come off the IR just yet. So that would be a good one. Um, Miami, I think Miami is going to be a real popular entry this week. They're hosting New England. They've already beat New England in New England. Uh, they they the, the last several years across many coaching regimes, seems like Miami always does well at home against New England. But this one to me just feels like a trap. You know, when all the narratives, you know, when all the narratives favor the team, this is how I fell into the Philadelphia trap. This just feels like a spot Miami could fall flat. And you got to remember, New England held them to, I believe it was 24 points the first time they played. Um, I know the line is big and it's not in my contest in any way, shape, or form, but Miami, I, I can understand why that would be your thought process. Uh, Kansas City's a nice choice. Um, me personally, I'd still be, if I had Kansas City available for week eight, I'd still be saving them for week 12 when you have to have two, when you have to have two entries. Uh, during Thanksgiving week. So that's a great week, week 12 for Kansas City because they're playing the Raiders and they own the AFC West. Um, another good one, speaking of the Raiders, Detroit hosting them on Monday Night Football. Uh, a, I think Monday Night Football games are always rocking, especially when, like, because I live in Indianapolis, we've not hosted a Monday Night Football game uh, of meaning in a while. And, and I think of Detroit, the last one I remember was when they lost to Matt Patricia. And I think it was the Jets, if I remember correctly. But Matt Patricia beat the Lions on Monday Night Football. And I think Detroit's going to be rocking. I think Detroit's going to be rocking. The, the Raiders should get Jimmy G back. I don't have this one in my contest either. I don't I don't think. We'll know here in, in just a second. But Detroit's another good choice. Um, some of the ballsier plays you could make if, if, if you really wanted to, to push it. I think Atlanta at Tennessee, I just – I have a hard time going against Vrabel at home. I know they're starting Le Levis. I know they'll mix in Malik Willis. I just I don't know that I, I trust Atlanta. Uh, the Chargers at home to Chicago. Uh, Badgett starting. Uh, our fields has already been ruled out. So so that's one. I just fuck the Chargers at this point. I'm just going to be real honest. They, they, they have cost me good and bad both ways. Uh, New Orleans at Indy with a rest advantage. New Orleans last played last Thursday, so they're going to be on that that 10 days of rest. Indy had, I won't go as far as to call it like a dream-crushing moment in their season when they got job by the officials. It could even galvanize them, but this doesn't feel like a horrible play with New Orleans. And then Dallas off the bye hosting the Rams. I, I think the, the loss of Kyron Williams has really impacted the running game for the Rams and Dallas is coming off the bye, and they're hosting. The only reason why I call this ballsy is this is a look-ahead spot for Dallas. Next week's a Philadelphia week. I know the Rams are an NFC team. You're wanting to keep ahead if you're like chasing a wild card currently if you're Dallas. But that's what, that, that's what makes it ballsy for me. So um, those are my survivor picks. If, I, if my entry was still alive, this week would have been Baltimore. 
again, to recap, Miami's a, a pretty good choice. Love Kansas City. I would try to save those. Detroit, if you have those alive, that's a good one. And then my ballsy picks would be Atlanta, the Chargers, the Saints, and the Cowboys. Um, but those are going to take uh, – that. that's risking it for the biscuit. So that is my survivor segment. Going to jump into the Pick'em Palooza. And, and this is the part that that's really got me down. I'm off back-to-back one in four weeks. And I'm sitting at 13, 20, and two on the season. So I, I do gamble my picks. I'm and, and if I bet my normal one unit, we'll just for easy math. I know there'll be variations and and numbers aren't always this clean, but I'm down about 150 bucks for the year across all these bets. Um, not life changing money, to be quite honest, gang. Um, it, it, it's a form of entertainment. That's why I say this is the serious gambling podcast. I do hours of research on this and um but man la- last week the 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 action just was not good like i totally misread detroit going to baltimore i think maybe because i i got colts fanned on that because the colts went to uh baltimore and beat them i thought man the lions that this is their shot it's not always that easy um so so for me Last week could have done a whole lot better, but finished one and four. Um, but I've got some new picks. And if you're watching live on YouTube, I'm pulling up my entry. This is this is my entry. But before I get to my entry, my entry, and I just cussed the Chargers. I did say on last week's show because shout out to Emerson and the social media team here at Player Profiler. They chopped that up and made it look really good when I said I'm not fucking with the the chargers they they will get you they will get you like i think this week's a a a great spot but i'm i'm not putting them on my card let's let's jump into my card coming off a one and five week need to get back on the horse first pick titans at home plus two and a half now now this one for me could change this one could pivot to new england but for the show for the record for the contest because you see if you're watching live on youtube it says Pick submitted, one contest submitted, final. So this is in my contest. I've got Tennessee plus the two and a half. I mean, who's Desmond Ritter to go on the road to to lay points? And I know Will Levis is going to be the starting quarterback. I don't know that he could be much worse than, than Ryan Tannehill. I think as long as he takes care of the ball, I think they'll lean on Derrick Henry. And, and that's how you attack Atlanta. You don't attack Atlanta through the air. You attack them through the run game. The only way I could see this coming back to bite me in the ass is if for some reason the 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 Titans decide to limit or practically deactivate Derrick Henry because he's a potential trade candidate. The NFL trade deadline is this coming Tuesday. So th- that maybe but I- I'm going to take the Titans at home. This is a quote unquote revenge spot for Arthur Smith. He was the OC before he took the head coaching job. In Atlanta, but I like the Titans. I like the Titans at home, uh, taking the two and a half. And, and this next one's gonna gonna shock some people that I'm taking. This is an ugly number. Um, all the research and everything that, that I've read is this is a pros versus Joe's game that the public is heavily on the the Texans, but the money is on the Panthers. And Frank Reich, I believe, if the stat serves me correctly and i'm remembering this right he is undefeated coming off of a bye in his head coaching career 
I don't know what it is about Frank Reich. I can tell you I lived it as a Colts fan. He gets off to a slow start. And if you're Frank Reich, if you're the the, the new play caller, Thomas Brown, uh, who who is a who has ties going back to that, I don't want to call it Shanahan, but he worked with McVeigh. And you're you're gonna see a lot, a lot of wrinkles in this Panthers offense. I think they catch Houston off guard. There, there's no rest advantage. Both of these teams were off last week, but I think the Panthers have more to play for. A, they haven't won a game all year. B, they invested so much in Bryce Young, and and you think they haven't heard enough about they made the wrong pick. If they go out as a team collectively and win this game, that takes a lot of pressure off the GM, the owner who's allegedly involved, and, and everybody involved. So I think the Panthers come out, and I think the Panthers do well. Um, the Giants at home plus the three. I wouldn't have put this in there if Danny Dimes had been playing. The Giants won a game last week, which awesome. That I believe they're two and five, and, and then they almost won the week before against Buffalo. Obviously, it came down to those pass interference or not pass. I guess if you're in Indianapolis, you get the back-to-back pass interference calls, but the Giants didn't. But I think this team looks a little bit more lively with Tyrod Taylor. Um, technically it's a Jets home game, but I think we may be overvaluing the Jets a little bit because of the Eagles loss. I, I'm I'm not bitter. The goddamn Jets. And, and the Giants have burned me before, but I, I think I'm getting the better head coach, and I think I'm getting the team playing a little bit better. I don't think they'll make the mistakes. I think Philadelphia should have ran the ball more against the Jets. I think that's what the Giants love to do. It's hard to run on the Jets. Excuse me, it's hard to pass on the Jets because they've got good corners. They're getting Sauce Gardner back from his injury. They're getting Reed back, and, and they're tough against the pass, but they're not super great against the run. They're not horrible. They're not the worst team in the league, but but I think the Giants can exploit this. If it, it's like a 21-20 game, totally get it, but I'll take the full field goal with the Giants. And then the Steelers um, at home hosting Jacksonville. And, and you know, Jacksonville has, has – done I think quietly what we thought they could do but I think Pittsburgh is going to be feeling themselves a little bit I mean Mike Tomlin at home you know I can hear the Mike Tomlin pumping the team up speech right now it's like you went to LA you beat the Rams in their place you know you you, you came back and you and, and you won that game and now you're going to be at home and they're going to make you an underdog at home I, I just think this favors the Steelers I would love it if the weather was a little bit worse I think the weather's going to be around 50, um, like it was like 25. I think that would be like perfect, like 30-ish, like real Pittsburgh weather. But I think Pittsburgh wins this game outright, and I'm going to take Mike Tomlin in this spot at home, plus the two and a half. And then the final one, I think I got a way good number. I think if you look at the live number, like if you were to bet this game straight up, I think currently it's like five, five and a half. In this contest, I got it at three and a half. And this is... Seattle at home against P.J. Walker. That's the move. That's the play. That's the handicap. Uh, nothing against P.J. Walker. He went on the road and beat Indy last week, but there wasn't the game plan for him, and, and he's not going to sneak up on anybody. And then I think this Seattle team is, is really pretty good. And they, they just signed Frank Clark. I think it's Frank Clark, the, the guy who got cut from, from Denver. He's going to play this weekend. They're they're coming off the the buy. They are excuse me. They're not coming off the buy. They uh they play last week, but anyway, Seattle at home. 
laying the three and a half. I'm, I'm taking this one just simply because I'm getting the best of the number. So real quick, uh, I will knock this out for you guys. I'm taking Tennessee at home, getting two and a half. I'm taking the Panthers at home, getting three. Taking the Giants at home, getting three. I'm taking the Steelers at home, getting two and a half. This is a, a lot of home dogs. The the Giants are a quasi home dog. And then the, the Seahawks will be the one team I lay it with this, this week. Seattle minus three and a half. So I'm going to get into some props. And when I think props and you should think props, you should think underdog. Let's take a minute and hear from them. It has been two years since Josh Larkey paved the way for fantasy gamers to start expecting positive returns from Pick'em games, specifically underdog Pick'ems. And how do you do it? Well, you look at the slate and you find a great shootout or a sneaky shootout. You also look for a shit show game. Three, four, five, six guys in one game. That's right. You can do it. You can do it. And you can 100x your payout on underdog. Think about week one. Jets-Bills was a shit show. Did we see the Aaron Rodgers injury coming? No, but we knew the Jets have a good defense. We knew the Bills have a good defense. Why not expect the worst? And the worst is what we got. So if you had gone Dalvin Cook less than, Garrett Wilson less than, Aaron Rodgers less than, Josh Allen less than, Gabriel Davis less than, boom, 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 boom. You can go six for six. Same thing in week two. Oh, week two. Well, sneaky shootout there in Philadelphia. Minnesota's going to be in comeback mode. So we'll go Cousins. Jefferson, Hawkinson, more than. Madison, less than. But also, Swift, more than. Boom, 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 boom. That's how you do it with the underdog pickums, and you use promo code UNDERWORLD to get a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. You put in 100 underdog matches that deposit up to 100 bucks with promo code UNDERWORLD. Go start picking. Yeah, great sponsor of the show is the Underdog Family of Things. Um, obviously, they do best ball. They do the pickums. Uh, great spot. And tonight, I'm, I'm you'll, you'll see something here. So when I when I start my 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 first pickum, uh, you'll, you'll you'll see something that that I've got to do a better job of of communicating. So last week I went one and two. My first losing week on my pickums in in three weeks. So I had had three winning weeks in a row. I went one and two. The part that really bummed me out, and, and and I get it, gang. I mean, I don't get too highs when I when I win. I don't get too lows when I lose, um, because I know I'm I'm doing the work to you know hopefully catch catch on some highs. But because my goal on the on the pickums, I'll be honest, is, is to win one unit. If I win one unit a week, I'm I'm thrilled because if I win one unit a week, then hopefully there'll be the occasional week where I win three. So I went one and two after three winning weeks in a row, um, but to lose two props by one combined catch was really a bummer. Um, I had Michael Mayer over two and a half, and he he finished with two catches on five targets, though. And, and, and that was the bummer because the game script, for some reason, the Bears just got up and whooped on the Raiders early. You had Brian Hoyer. You know, he's he's kind of a check down. Um should have played it more safe. I was just like, I felt like I was on the right track. It's just on, on the wrong side. And then Sam Laporta, uh, Baltimore didn't do anything wrong. It was just prevent defense. They got up like 28 points super quick. And when, and when a team gets up 28 points, I mean, it's pretty simple. You let the quarterback have the check downs. Look how many catches Jameer Gibbs had last week. I think he had 10 
maybe it's 10 targets. But when you're up like that, you're you're trying to take away the home run play that could get the opponent back in there. So the Ravens were more than happy to let the Lions have the checkdowns to Laporta and to Gibbs, and he finished with six. It wasn't like he crushed me or got the way the better of it. And so I lost that one by half. So Mayer and Laporta by one combined reception got me. And then the the Bijan Robinson illness was actually to my benefit. Uh, I had him under 13, 13 and a half rushing attempts. And if you've been on social media at all this week, uh, people are not happy. But but here's my take on that. I said this on the Dynasty War Zone, and I will share it here with you guys as well here on the Juice. And this is not just a gambling lesson, a dynasty lesson. This is a life lesson. When people tell you who they are, listen to them. When people tell you that this is who I am, listen. And, and then when their actions show you that, listen. This is who Arthur Smith is. We didn't love him from a fantasy and prop betting standpoint when he was in Tennessee, and we haven't loved him when he's been in Atlanta, so why do we think he's going to change? Why do we think he's going to change his ways? It is what we think should happen, that's that's all that I've heard, is that he should be using Bijan more, and he should be using Pitts more, and he, sh he should. Maybe he should, maybe he shouldn't. I, I'm more of the, the line that I agree with you, they, that he should use them more. But, that, but that's that's what we think should happen. But what do we know? He doesn't use them like we think. So we use that information to our advantage. And for fantasy purposes, we rank these guys correctly. And then for gambling purposes, we look to go under because they are super popular. So that was my one winner, Bijan Robbins. And I'll tip my cap to uh, Arthur Smith because you got me one, brother. You, you got me one. So I, I needed it. Uh, it was a rough week, so I'm going to start sharing my props here. Um, this one right here, the first one, is Derek Carr over 36.5 passing yards. Now, he's playing my Colts. Um, the Colts have given up 253.5 raw passing yards per game this year. Now, if you just take what they, quote-unquote, have given up, it's it says 228.5. But that's not necessarily true because the 228 and a half number, which I think was 1774 divided by seven games for the Colts played, that's taking out the sack numbers. And Derek Carr has had 228 or more passing yards in four or seven games. Now, two of those games uh, he was playing with, and I, I think to some degree he's still maybe playing with a bad shoulder. And then the one game, a game against the Packers, he left early, uh, but he's had back-to-back 300-yard -back games. I would tell you on a side note, I would be looking for a lot of work for Chris Olave this week. I would be if, if you're looking for like another prop or maybe you want to parlay this with something or, or you want to you know use this this handicap and, and go a different direction. I could see where you may want to parlay Michael Thomas under with Chris Olave overs because I think Carr, you know, you saw the 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 very animated video of him yelling at him to run. Uh, I, I think he tries to give to give him a make good, but my official play, I'm going Derek Carr over 236 and a half passing yards. Lay a dollar forty. You may not recognize this graphic. This is not a player profiler, uh, Roto Underworld official sponsor. That's bet at MGM Grand promo code Underworld. By the way, 
but this was the better number. I looked on Bet MGM Grand. I looked on DraftKings, and it was two thirty nine. I'm going to take the three yards because if if he goes two thirty eight, I I can wipe off the sweat of on my brow and been like, man, I barely got there. As opposed to why give up three yards? Oh, also on Bet MGM Grand, you pay more juice. You pay a buck twenty. This is a dollar fourteen. So so this is a reminder that we need to shop our lines and do our best to get the best of the number. This next one is betting against, I'm going under Travis Etienne, and, and he's been incredibly hot for fantasy. You've seen him, all the touchdowns he's been scoring, but this is about the matchup. Pittsburgh has been very tough in running back receptions. They've given up 18 all year, 18 total receptions to the running back position in six games. So, I mean, what what is that? That's that's three a game. And he would have to get four. And that would be that would mean he would have to get more than the average they're giving up. And that means like Jamichael Hasty, Tank Bigsby, all the other Jags would have to not be involved. Um, now this is a number ETN has, has went over three times this year, but but I think he lands three. And clearly the book agrees with me because you've got to lay a buck forty-five. Um, I went through every game log with the Steelers. You know, they played Christian McCaffrey. Maybe you've heard of him. He's he's pretty good at football. Uh, He had three catches against this team. Pretty good pass, catching running back in his own right. Three receptions against this team. Pittsburgh has given up four or more receptions twice this year, two times. Once to Jalen Warren, random, and then once to Justice Hill equally as random. So I, I, while I think Travis Etienne is a lot better running back than those two guys, I think that they limit him. Uh, I think it's going to be a tough game, not only for him, but I also considered Evan Ingram's prop in this game. I considered Evan Ingram under four and a half receptions. What kept me off of it is that Evan Ingram has not finished with less than four receptions in, in a game this year. Uh, He's been a big target and he's having a career high in catch rate he's catching like 80 percent right now so i didn't want to get you know too anti jag but i i do think etn goes under three and a half receptions based on the matchup and i don't think that the the jags fall behind and they're doing a bunch of dinking and dunking like we saw with gibbs last week i I think he'll get a couple of catches and i think he'll do okay but i'm going under the the three and a half and then the last one, you know, we can go two ways. I, I'm 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 gonna go my my bet is on the over reception. So let me pull that slide up. Isaiah Pacheco over two and a half receptions. Now, the last time that the Kansas City Chiefs played the Denver Broncos, Isaiah Pacheco had six catches. So he had six catches in a game. I need half of that. Now you're laying a dollar fifty on the juice. It, it it is a little high, but but this is a great number. And outside of Travis Kelsey, who's the mega target hog? I, I kind of like Rishi Rice. I was hoping coming into the season it was Sky Moore, but it's it's kind of been Rishi Rice. And they're involving Pacheco more and more in this game. So, excuse me, in the passing game. So I, I like this number. I'm going over two and a half receptions on Pacheco. And if you want to double that down, you know what? I'll make this. Uh, an official fourth bet. Normally I do three so I can win a unit. 
I'm going to make this an official bet because I think he's going to get the three receptions. I'm going to go Isaiah Pacheco over 15 and a half receiving yards as well. Um, stands to reason if he gets three catches, this is a number that that he's going to hit. He's he's a violent runner once he has the ball in his hands. So I, I'm going to double down this week. I'm going to go Pacheco over 15 and a half receiving yards and then over three and a half receptions. So that's the show, man um, and ladies. I, I have been crushing myself trying to do all the research and all the work that I can, checking with other handicappers, looking at numbers, looking at books. Remember, you should always look for the best of the number. It's it's impossible to beat the books without it. Um, so shop around, get the best of the number. And I haven't played them. I know you guys are probably like, no more sound drops, no more goddamn jets. Okay, fine. No more goddamn jets. But I, I play this drop for you because it's part of the opening theme song, whatever you want to call it. But 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 it, but it bears repeating. God damn Vikings! Nobody misses the extra point. So only had to do one little kick, and now I'm ruined. No bitch for me. Bet with your head. No over it. This is your reminder. If you need help out there, if if you're listening to this show for what I would consider to be the wrong reasons, I, I want you to get the. The help that you need, you know, there's there's hotlines, there's counseling that's out there. Um, that that never, you know, isn't something that that I take seriously because this is gambling advice. So um, bet with your head, not over it. You know, I'm I've not had a good run the last two weeks, but I, I'm staying within my bankroll. I'm not overextending, trying to to get it all back. Um, I know it's a long season. My goal is to hit 55. percent um, I've got, what is this, uh, nine, uh, 12 more weeks to get that done. And I'm not even counting the playoffs gang. So I want to thank you guys for tuning in. Um, I love doing this podcast. I, I promise you I'm better than this. So it's just, it's just been a, a rough go of it, but thank you all so much for the support because you guys are downloading the show and you're really enjoying it. And I'm, I'm very grateful and, and humbled to be able to do it for you. So I'm going to get out of here. Hope you guys have a great rest of your weekend. And uh, keep me in your thoughts. Uh, I, I'm, I'm a baseball coach, and we're playing our first and final tournament of the fall. I uh, found this tournament at the last minute, threw my guys in it, and we're going to go try and uh, try and bring home a little bit of a championship. So keep, keep us in mind. I'll be out there on Sunday uh, trying to win baseball games while I'm trying to win football bets. I hope you win some bets. Go win some money. I'll catch you down the road. Hey, I want to take a moment to thank you for tuning in. It's important to me that all of our media be free. This is only possible because of you allowing a true independent sports media enterprise to thrive unlike any other in the business. So please subscribe to the All In Package to continue to make all this possible to ensure that all of our stats, information, data, content is available to you, especially you, the people that get the site and get the show. Think you with a little juice? No, we think that you ooze. When we add up all those inches, that's gonna make the fucking difference between winning and losing. We won a game yesterday. And if we win one today, that's two in a row. We win one tomorrow. That's called a winning streak.